Hi, welcome to another PACT conversation. PACT stands for Partnership of Asian American Churches in Texas. We exist as a fellowship of evangelical churches whose mission is to assist the local church in advancing ministries among English-speaking Asians. We would like to take the opportunity to share with you conversations that normally occur between PACT pastors and ministers when we meet and fellowship together. And we hope by God's grace that you'll be blessed and challenged by what you hear. My name is David Tang. I serve as the English pastor at Chinese, Dallas Chinese Bible Church. I'll be serving as the moderator for this conversation. And today, we'll chat about this question. What would you say to the church member who is questioning whether to stay in a predominantly mono-ethnic church like yours? To help answer the question, uh, I have two people with me. Uh, I'll just let them introduce themselves first, and then we'll dive right into our question. So go ahead, uh, Jason. Hi guys, uh, my name is Jason Tarn. I'm the English pastor over at Houston Chinese Church in Houston, Texas. Uh, my name is Gaylord Sway, and I am at Austin Chinese Church in Austin, Texas. I serve as the English pastor here. Great, thanks, Jason and Gaylord. And you know, let's dive into our question. Given that um, all three of us are in a Chinese heritage church where predominantly is is Chinese people, uh, mono ethnic. Uh, what would you say to someone in your church who's questioning whether to stay in a predominantly monoethnic church like ours? Um, Jason, um, can I go first? Yeah, I can start. Well, I think I, I would first remind them that the most important aspect of a church is not the ethnic ratio. Uh, you know, the most important question you should be asking yourself when you're, when you're thinking about what church I should be at uh, is not whether or not multiple ethnicities are present. Uh, the most important question is, is the gospel present? Uh, is, is the gospel of, of a substitute savior you know, dying a bloody death on the cross, uh, bearing the wrath of God for, for, for sinners like us, for, for our sins and our salvation? Is that gospel regularly preached? Is that gospel deeply impressed upon the souls of all who are there? I think that's got to be the most important question because, you know, you could be in the most multi-ethnic, diverse community with all classes, all backgrounds, all shapes and sizes. But if the gospel is not present, like if, if the gospel is not the driving force behind that community, then, you know, you might as well be at the DMV. Right? <laughs> you guys have been at the DMV lately. It's like, it's like the United Nations. Like, like the, the whole city is there of all, of all different kinds of people. But I mean, that's, that's the same thing if, if there is no gospel. So that's gotta be the most important thing. But you know, having uh, said that, I, I would commend uh, that person uh, for their desire uh, to, to wanna worship and to live out their discipleship in the context of a, of a, more, multi, of a more like ethnically diverse church. If they, if they really feel called to do that, if they feel, really feel God's leading them to find a more ethnically diverse church, then, then I, I would bless them and I, I, I would encourage them. I just to say, make sure it's a, it's a gospel-centered church. Uh, I think that's, again, that's the most important thing. But, you know, at the same time, I, I'd point out that if they're mainly thinking about making a switch, leaving a, a mono-ethnic church like the Chinese heritage churches that we pastor, um, if they're thinking about it because they feel like it's just too easy here, like it's just, it's just not challenging enough for their faith. It's, it's too comfortable. It's too easy to fellowship. Uh, in, in a church like ours, and so they want to go to a multi-ethnic church to be challenged. 
I, I would just remind them that, you know, maybe that that's true in your particular small group, maybe just within your fellowship or in your English congregation. But have you tried to experience community with someone in your church much older than you or with someone on the immigrant Chinese side? Like if you try to build relationships with them, you'll find that that's not easy. There, there are a lot of, of barriers. And so th that kind of fellowship, uh, it, it doesn't come easily. In fact, I would say there's, there's, there's a, a ton of diversity in mono-ethnic churches like ours. I mean, there's linguistic diversity, right? There's usually two or three native tongues being spoken. And so there's plenty of room for, for misunderstanding and confusion. There's cultural diversity, right? You've got like first generation immigrants, and then you've got second and third generation and so on. And then even among the Chinese immigrant side, you've got, you know, Taiwanese, Hong Kongese, mainland Chinese, and, and all of them have differences and, and historic tension between them. Um, and, and of course, in, in all Chinese heritage churches, you, there's always going to be generational diversity, right? You have people of all ages, right? Little babies to, to, to old, old, you know, um, uh, uh, you know, uh, uncles and aunties, you know, uh, uh, in our churches. And so in, I, in, in a lot of popular multi-ethnic churches, they might have ethnic diversity, but everyone's in their 20s, right? Everyone's in their 30s. They're all like millennials. Uh, and so they have their own challenges of uniformity. It may not be ethnic uniformity, but they have other uniformities that they have to deal with. And so I think bottom line, uh, in mono-ethnic immigrant churches like ours, there's still a lot of diversity that's going to require the unifying power of the gospel to, to be at work um, in our churches, just like you would expect in a multi-ethnic church. And so I, I wouldn't leave a mono-ethnic immigrant church like ours simply for the reason of wanting to be in a more diverse setting. I, I'd say if you want diversity, just open up your eyes and look around you at church. There is plenty of diversity to challenge you. You know, perhaps maybe you have been too comfortable in your small group. Maybe what God wants you to do is to, to challenge yourself to befriend someone um, in your church that's very different than you from a very different background. And I'm going to guess it's not going to be hard to find someone like that. So that's what I would generally say to someone asking this question. Thanks, Jason. That's it's really great just to be able to point out that there is such diversity even among the ethnic church. Uh, Gaylor, anything to add? Well, as I look at the question again, it's someone who's questioning whether to stay. So that implies that this person has been in our church for a while. So I would, uh, I would ask them first of all, and it sounds real basic, but uh, I would say, uh, I would, I would say, have you prayed about this? Uh, maybe even offer to pray with them. And also just to discern what is it that caused you to even ask this question about whether to stay or not. Let's, you know, drill down a little bit more. Maybe there's some more context. Um, maybe it was just some misunderstanding with a person. So we can deal with that. Uh, but maybe really God is asking a person to go to another church. Our goal at uh, Austin Chinese Church is not to keep everybody because uh, we just want people that God has brought to ACC that are supposed to be there but people are supposed to be in another church because of their gifting or God has, you know, is trying to get them to go to this other church because he has something in plan for them and they stay at our church, then we're, we're not helping them. And that church is not being helped either. So, you know, in the bigger picture, um, we understand that some people may go through this questioning and there may be a great reason behind it. So I'd ask them to pray. 
I'd ask them to also discern whether the church that they're attending, if it's our church, do you feel like, do they feel like this church is clear on why they exist? Um, is the Chinese side clear on reaching Chinese speaking, uh, as Jason said, with the gospel? You know, we don't need to be a Chinese community center per se. It's not, that's not our calling. Uh, if we have good fellowship along the way or we have fun times and we laughter and great, that's all nice. But that's not why we exist. And so uh, I would ask the person to pray and discern, does this church really, uh, are they clear on why they exist? And then I would ask them to discern, God, are you calling me to be part of this church? Uh, if we believe that the Holy Spirit has given people giftings and God moves people, every time someone moves to Austin and they visit ACC, I said, you know what, you might be the answer to prayer. We don't, I don't know you yet, but I don't believe God does anything by accident. And so uh, let's, let's discern whether this is the church or I know some really great churches in town. That if, if, you know, if you know, I could introduce you to them too. Really, the most important thing is that you discern if you're, God is calling you to be part of a church. Because if you're not clear on this, the end result will be probably discouragement or a bunch of complaining, okay? And that's not good for anybody. It's not good for that person. It's not good for the church. So um, if there's not clarity. Now, if there is clarity or if there is a reason for staying, God has given you a reason to be part of the church, I believe you will find great joy as you obey and serve as you obey the Lord and just serve him to the best of your gifting and your ability, your resources, your time, it'll be hard. It will always be hard because it's a bunch of sinners that uh, many of whom have put their trust in Christ and hopefully many that will be putting their, 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 um, their trust in Christ. But along the way, we can get sideways. So when you talk about monoethnic, as Jason just said, Actually, a monoethnic church like a Chinese heritage church is actually still very complex, okay? But um, if you know why you're there, if you know that God's called you to be there, I think that um, some of the other barriers along the way, God can redeem those situations, uh, perhaps with your pastors or with uh, people in your small group. You can work through some of the challenges and barriers, but it's a big difference if you know why you're there versus wondering, why am I here? So I, uh, I believe that God uh, works in many different ways. So. Yeah, thanks for that. And, you know, I think it's, it's, it's important for that individual to, to discern what the Lord is uh, thinking through. And I, I know even kind of, you know, I've had this type of conversation in my context uh, with, you know, with sometimes, you know, just typically with younger, the, the, the younger generation. And, uh, you know, I've, I've actually done, you know, what Pastor Gaylor has said, just in terms of saying, hey, you need to pray about it. Um, but ultimately, uh, I, I will bless you, right? It's, if, if it's something from the Lord and, and God is leading you to a different context where you, you are in a more multi-ethnic situation, and that's going to help you to grow in the gospel, that's going to uh, help you to minister to the people that you're called to, you need to, you need to obey and, and go all out. Um, but I, I think just that being in a unique context, uh, like the Chinese Heritage Church, we have unique opportunities and uh, to serve. And 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 sometimes we we have people coming to our church who are non-Chinese, 
Um, uh, just just a recent example, like uh, I just received uh, an email from this guy. He's he's Caucasian. Uh, he found us online a, a few years ago, started coming, and uh, he just, you know, not you know not really a believer, but. I just got an email from him a couple of weeks ago, or no, this past week said, hey, I would like to get baptized, right? And, and that's just, it's because he feels comfortable in a Chinese church. So, so I think, you know, yeah, just, just even going back to what Jason has said, there, there's a sense of, is the gospel at, at work? Is, is it central in our church? That's really important. Yeah, any other thoughts, guys? Yeah, I think if we make sure that we keep the gospel at the center and we are faithful in the preaching and teaching of, of God's word, it attracts people uh, because uh, regardless of what their ethnicity, regardless of that, there, there, are, there are people hungry and thirsting to hear the word of God proclaimed, the gospel preached. And sadly, in a lot of churches um, in our cities, it's not coming from the pulpit. It's not coming from their small groups. And so... If we're just faithful with that, you, you don't know. God could bring other people um, who are of different backgrounds, but the one thing that they're desiring is the same thing that, that we desire and that we love, which is the good news of the gospel of Jesus Christ. So I, that, that's why I, I just keep trying to make that the, uh, the, the defining mark of our church, more so than our ethnicity. Yeah, and I would challenge that English especially, uh, just to throw down the gauntlet. Um, when people say, well, you know, I can't bring my friends because they speak English and they're not Chinese. It's like, we only speak English <laughs> in our congregation. Um, you know, why would our church not be uh, a place where someone who's not Chinese uh, would not find the gospel and fellowship and grow in, in building God's kingdom? So I, I, I push back and say, look, uh, let's, let's our, English our English arm of the church especially has great opportunity great opportunity and so um i think we should uh you know grab this opportunity and run with it great well on that note uh, you know thank you guys so much for participating look forward to future conversations Take thank care. you thanks